You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Tell me you love me. I need a good laugh. I'm holy water. You need a good bath. Whiskey and perfume. You had a nightcap. Now how about that? I've got a new friend. A perfect stranger. He's got a bullet with your name in the chamber. I'm body organ. Rearranger. You feel my Live from Podcast Detroit and Rock and Royal Oak, Michigan. It's time to take a leap of faith with Jackie, Rock, Nora, and Gina for some entertainment and inspiration. Join them every Wednesday at noon. You can always find us at podcastdetroit.com. I gotta ask, what were you born to do? What time is it? It's nooner time. Somebody bring me a mirror. It's time. Happy Welcome Wednesday. Welcome to Wednesday. At, th- at, three. at three. At three. Yeah. We're, yeah. Starting to like the three o'clock time slot. Huh? I know. We, we're getting spoiled. Yeah. I think. I think. So, look, Jackie, I want to give a, 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 a get well wish to Sinbad. You know, Sinbad had a stroke. Oh, he did? Yeah, but he's on the men, they said, the family. And, um, oh, wow. You know. Yeah, so I'm sending prayers. All right, okay. we all yeah. are. Okay. All yeah. Prayers, prayers, and more prayers. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, so next week um, is a big yeah. holiday. Yep. And um, holiday. I just saw, I just saw on, um, I forget what this show is. Anyway, they were showing that that uh, one chef, you know, the chef that has the blonde hair and it's always like, like spiked up. Yeah. I can't think of her name. Her. Anyway, she did she did a stuffing recipe. Oh jeez. Here we go. <laughs> the big debate again. <laughs> so her stuffing recipe, she had cubed cornbread. She had onions and celery. I was like, okay, I'm with that. She had the cubed cornbread and then she had sausage in it, is like what you guys, I guess. Ooh. Yeah. And then she had Cranberry. What is that? You guys, wait, 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 Jackie. But you guys, wait, you, what do you, you, Ital- you mean? You Italians? You, you Italians? Italians? You, hey, you guys, you guys, you, you, you. <laughs> Nora, Italian. we put pasta. Nora, we we put oh. pasta in cornbread. Oh, that's no how you sausage. make stuffing. <laughs> oh, no. okay. Well. Spaghetti. Pizzas. Go ahead, Jackie. Pizzas. Just stir the pot. Just stir that pot. Stick on the pot. All right. So, yeah. So that wasn't our, wasn't dressing. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait. So you were schooling me on the the difference between dressing and stuffing. What? I thought it was the same thing. Because if you're calling it stuffing, then that means you're stuffing it in a turkey or stuffing it in something. Right. Isn't that what that means? 
Yeah, is, no, I, I use a manner chain of interchangeably. I can't use the word, but I use them at the same, like the stressing, stuffing. They're synonymous to me. They yeah. mean the same. Okay. That's what I thought. But see, dressing to, to me, a black person, you know, I'm a real black person. I'm black, you know, so if you didn't know it, you know, it's dressing is a little bit. You're Italian. Well, I kind of am because I've eaten your yeah. food. So, yeah, yeah. kind of sort of. But, you know, I still do my my dressing a little bit different and I don't call it stuffing ever. Never call well, it. Well, they ever. mean the same thing to to the to the other two Italians in the room. They mean the right. same thing. Okay, well, okay. You know, uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. But Jackie, this is yeah. I thought you would get you get a kick out of this though. Remember when we were talking about um how 2020 we were saying all our goals and everything we were going to do for this year and all this stuff, you know? Oh, I don't I don't remember doing that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman that went viral and I I missed her name. Um she found a list of her goals that she had written down for this year and she could hardly read them. She was laughing so hard. She was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, diet. And she just started cracking up and she's like, I'm going to visit more people and I'm going to (laughs) travel. So she's laughing so hard. She could hardly read them off. So it just reminded me. It reminded me of us when we were saying the same thing. It's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a great year. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Well, <laughs> hey, Nora, I, and Nora, I'm stuck right now because we should have January planned already. And it's uh-huh. like it's still on my list. Like, what do uh-huh. we do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what are I'm kind of nervous January? about it. That's Yeah, I'm nervous about oh. that. So. Hmm. That's okay. So, we have a pretty yeah. exciting guest on today that uh, I think can inspire us. I think so too. Get some motivational oils that. and scents around mm-hmm. us, and yeah. we'll get creative on January. Look at you over there, yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, so let's get going here. Uh, this is a, our favorite segment. The segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. According to Harvard Business Review, scent branding has the unique ability to form immediate and powerful differentiated emotional connections. And going into Thanksgiving, I think we all can identify with that because the the emotional or the the scent of the stuffing or the dressing of the turkey of the mashed potato yeah. <laughs> oh yeah some emotional feels the things that we're looking forward to or that we would be looking forward to if some of us were were continuing on with our traditional family thanksgivings but at any rate foods perfume and craft drinks Two more to add into those scents. Our guest today, Dr. Kevin Peterson, he has experience in the culinary world. He also has two degrees, one in physics and one in engineering. And he combined all of that with his desire to create something new and different and started pursuing some perfume, uh, started pursuing... 
I'll get it out yet, started pursuing perfumery <laughs> as a hobby. If I can't get that out, I'm going to have a hard time. <laughs> yeah, it's all downhill from here. <laughs> uh, let me see. Sofamato? Sofamato? Is that it? Yep. Yep. There we go. Is a is a fragrancy a fragrant company a perfumery company that's a store in Detroit, Michigan, and he took it one step further and started a cocktail bar called Castilia. Mm -hmm. Doing better with that? Okay. Yeah, you did good. <laughs> fragrances from the perfume world and the cocktails to create a very different opportunity for your senses. So before I talk any more about this and stumble amongst my words, here we go. Let's introduce Dr. Kevin Peterson, our guest today. Yay. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. So thanks for having Kevin, me. I, we were just so excited. I was watching Fox two news. Um, I think it was last year. I'm, I'm kind of lost now, you know, because <laughs> yeah. So Some anyway, yeah. You were being interviewed on there and, and I was just listening to, you know, the concept of your, your business and everything. And so I was just like, wow, that's really interesting. That's somebody we, I think we should have on the show. So I instantly um, texted Jackie and I was like, Jackie, I just see, and she's like, get him on the show. She always does that. I don't even know why I text her, you know? <laughs> so we're all so really, really interested in how, you came up with this idea and what was that light bulb moment that made that made you think that this would be a good business? Yeah, that, that's a good question. And I, you know, I don't know if there was a single moment or if it was mm -hmm. kind of a slow build towards um, these ideas kind of coming together and coalescing. But I so I started my working life in the culinary world. So I worked in all kinds of restaurants from fast food to bar and grill all the way up to fancy French stuff. And, you know, in, in my early 20s, I thought that was going to be my career path, that I would mm -hmm. continue to work my way up and maybe own a restaurant someday. And really, the closer that I got and the more sort of high end places I worked at and more sort of known people that I worked for, the more I realized man, this is a heck of a job. You know, I'm doing this when I'm 22 or, you know, whatever, early, early twenties. And we work a 12 hour shift and you get, you know, a lunch break in the middle, but you have to eat food on your feet. Like, well, you're sort of keeping an eye on this and making sure this doesn't get burned. And, you know, someone, some of the older folks I work with kind of said, you know, yeah, get the money now. Well, well, you're young, you're not going to be able to do this when, you know, it's cool when you're 22, it's, it's going to be a much different game when you're 52. And I wound up, you know, getting, getting a little bit turned off from that world, just how hard everyone was pushing. And, and a lot of the drama that comes as a part of that people, um, yeah, just pushing themselves, you know, kind of past the breaking point. So I actually left the culinary world to get into engineering and, it's, it's kind of a weird jump. I, I was just going to yeah. say that that's weird. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I had always been enjoyed kind of math and science uh, when I was 
a kid, you know, middle school, high school, whatever. And, but, but didn't necessarily see myself going into that as a living was more intrigued by the food, but then, you know, kind of had this moment where it was like, okay, if I'm not going to go forward with, with culinary, what am I going to go forward with? So I wound up going back to school and, you know, took, took classes in a range of subjects, but kind of said, okay, I, th- I think the math and science stuff is where, where I should um, put my focus. And that was what wound up bringing my wife and I to Detroit. So I wound up getting a degree in engineering, really loved cars. And, you know, if you're going to work with cars, work on cars, there's no place mm-hmm. like the Motor mm-hmm. City. So, right. you know, I grew up in Minnesota, but it was like, yeah, where, where are you going to go if you want to work on cars? <laughs> You're going to go to Detroit. So mm-hmm. um, moved, moved to Michigan uh, about 15, well, 13 years ago now and moved to Detroit about a decade ago. And I worked for General Motors for a number of years and really enjoyed what I was doing, but kind of always in the back of my mind, it was like, okay, the flavors, the smells, the cooking, like you know, I would still cook for myself, cook for friends, cook for my wife, but it, it always just, even when I stopped working in that world, it still had this draw for me. And what that wound up turning into was uh, initially taking a lot of those ideas from the flavor world. So, so one of the things that always intrigued me was the way spices and herbs or flavors can show up in different formats. So so my grandmother's Norwegian and she would cook all of these Norwegian desserts. And uh, there were certain spices that would go with those desserts, cardamom being a big one. Mm. And so there are certain little cookies and certain, and they always have this really delicate cardamom flavor. And throughout my whole childhood, that was the only context that I knew cardamom in. And I I grew up in kind of a small town, not a lot of diverse uh, food culture there, but when I left home, I had Indian food for the first time when I was like 19 or 20. And I was like, man, what? There is something in this that is so familiar. And I finally (laughs) realized, oh my gosh, this is cardamom. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I only knew it as a dessert spice. And now it's flavoring like a meat curry dish. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but still tastes amazing over here. And then sometime later I had uh, coffee flavored with cardamom. And I was like, wait, how can this one thing be all these different places? And that, so that had always been an idea that intrigued me in the food world was like, you can take that flavor, but put it into different contexts and it still works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I, so then I sort of started playing with sense and said, okay, can, can these same ideas work in the scent world? And that was really kind of what, what kicked everything off. So it's, you know, just, just you saying that, um, you know, you were, you were, you thought you were going to be the chef and you were going to be in the food and all of this. And then you're like, Oh, and then I did engineering. So (laughs) it's like, it's like, okay. Um, There were some more steps in the middle there that I'm glossing over a little bit. But still that, that was over a few years. Uh, (laughs) So, okay. So um, you, you came up with this idea that so we'll fast forward a little bit. So you came up with this idea that you could I what if I opened up a a, a bar and I matched scents with drinks? Is that how it how that came about, or you just 
Yeah, yeah. So I've, after I started playing with scents, and I should mention, by the way, I'm sitting here at my scent desk. So oh, these, wow. are, these wow. are a few hundred different um, ingredients. Oh, my God. How, how many do you it, have there? How many do you have? This it's is the a cardamom, lot. by the way. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Yeah, probably a couple hundred. Oh, my God. And, you know, a lot of them are liquid. Some of them are kind of these weird, like, resins and different, you know. The the scent world is really fascinating. It it really kind of follows, mm. like, the old Silk Road, Spice Trader. You know, we forget 500 years ago, people would sail off into the unknown in search of new spices. You know, that's oh, what drove God. a lot of global expansion and global trade it wasn't you know it it was frankincense and myrrh and mm-hmm. saffron and you know things that we would smell and taste that uh we had never tasted before that that got people to travel a thousand miles on horseback or sail off into the sunset and be like see a family if i never return just remember <laughs> i was trying to get you some really good cardamom <laughs> see you good luck at your, now at your store at your store people can create their own scent correct yeah so so the store so the yeah so i guess to to sort of frame the store so after i started the scent hobby my wife and i started sfumato which is the scent company i'm wearing our shirt here for the occasion mm-hmm. And we started out entirely online, just selling through through our website. And then around the holidays, we would do some pop-ups. And as things started to take off, we said, okay, we really need a location where we can do this. Like this is taking over our home. This this needs a place to live and and a place where people can come and see it. Now, were you surprised at how, how good it took off? Were you surprised by that? I was. Yeah. I had no, no intention. Um, you know, by this point I was working as a full-time engineer and mm. thought that, you know, I will do this for 30 years or however long and, you know, call it a career mm-hmm. and that'll be mm-hmm. kind of my, my thing. But, but yeah, as it started to take off, it hit a point where, you know, not, not only were the trends going in the right direction, but it, it was starting to take up so much time. It was like, okay, either this needs to go away and not be a thing or anymore, you, or this uh-huh. needs to become a full-time thing. So there was kind of wow. that point, which was about the, the time when we said, okay, you know, if, if, if we are going to go all in, this needs a location, a physical mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. And then as we started to crunch the numbers for the store, it was like, well, okay, is this going to drive enough more business to justify the rent you know we're renting the space 24 hours a day but are we only going to be open six or eight of Mm. those hours Mm -hmm. and that's where i started to think back to some of these culinary ideas that were the original inspiration and saying okay this scent is inspired by whatever Mm -hmm. american baking spices or spices you know french herbs or something and that's the inspiration for the scent but can I pair that to a food or a drink and sort of, you know, maybe create these experiences where you're smelling a certain smell, you're tasting a certain food. And if they harmonize, does that create something that's greater than the sum of the parts? Wow. 
Okay, who's whose dog? <laughs> sorry about that, but I'm sorry I can't go out there. It's okay. Um, this, this, so, Kevin, let's go back to um, now. You do this with your wife Jane, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are partners in this. How long did it take from when you guys um, made the decision to get a brick and mortar building? And you know, have your business in a in a in a building. How long was that decision? Like, what from when you made that? When you decided you were going to take that next step? Because that's a big step. That is a big step. We had probably been a company for about three years. Okay. You know, and in the first year, it was five hours a week, maybe mm-hmm. ten or fifteen around the holidays. And then as things started to ramp up, you know, it was, so, so this was started as a very, it started as a hobby, you know, it started as me making sense and having no intention of selling them. And then it became a little business, then it became a bigger business. So now it's my full time. Wow. That's amazing. How did you decide who your customer was going to be? Like, how did you create a customer profile? (sighs) Yeah, that. That's an interesting question. I was very naive to a lot of the business ideas when I started a business idea. When I started a business, I, I didn't know what a buyer persona or a customer profile was. I, you know, the, the idea was if I just make sense that smells so good, the right people will find them and the business will take off. And you know, that's not really how marketing works, and that's not really how. <laughs> I've read a lot of books since then and sort of adjusted my thinking, but that that was the original idea was like, we're just going to put these scents out there and see who (laughs) they resonate with. And, 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 you know, we, you know, there, there are more, we, we think of more buyer personas now, but initially, you know, we would have young people, we'd have old people, we'd have men, we'd have women, we'd have straight people, gay people, just like, Mm -hmm you know, maybe more in certain categories, but it was like, this is kind of all over the map. And the big, the big thing that I noticed was that independent of age or gender, whatever, there's a small percentage of the population that really cares about scents. And they probably have 20 different bottles of perfume and cologne on their nightstand. And they kind of, you know, they wake up in the morning and they're like, what kind of day is it? Is it more of this day or this day? You know, and and a lot of people, I think a lot of a lot of people don't make sense a part of their life or a part of their ritual. And some people do, but they just have their kind of their one go-to and they, okay, this is what I wear. This right, you know, it, it's not a and, and similar for me, like I'm kind of a jeans and a t-shirt guy. I don't put a, I don't sit in my closet for 20 minutes thinking, mm, let's go with <laughs> this or that go with that. But I do that with Seth. I'm like, okay, so who am I going to be seeing tonight? And what's, you know, what's the vibe going to be and what other scents are going to be present. And I'll try to like pick something appropriate to that. That and, is so and, cool. That's you know, so interesting. It is. It really so, is. So how, how does that work? Like, how does scent, mm-hmm. how do you match scent to a vibe? <laughs> or is that, yeah, is that like a chemistry class? <laughs> chemistry meets psychology. Would you say one-on-one? 
Yeah. I wouldn't say that was one on one. You know, you know, it's interesting because on the one hand, uh, on the science side, okay, it all comes down to chemistry and this molecule and that molecule mm-hmm. and how do they interact. But there's actually a lot about the sense of smell that science does not know. So even mm-hmm. even if you got the opinion of the most respected scent scientist at some level it does break down to these qualitative descriptors does this feel like a happy scent does this feel like an energetic scent or a more relaxing scent and you know there is a language in this realm where you know there's certain heavier darker ingredients that show up more in nighttime scents or more like sexy scents there are certain brighter ingredients that are more sort of daytime work appropriate scents but you know there's always this question is like is that the inherent nature of that ingredient or is that just what society kind of you know right there's hundreds of years of perfume tradition by now and kind of this language and this these ideas that are built up around it have you ever had a have you ever had a scent that you you formulated and you were like, oh, my God, I'm never going to make that again, ever? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, rarely are they terrible, uh-huh. but, but, but I often have the feeling of like, oh, if I could just get this over here a little. So you're always you know, tweaking it. Yeah, you're always kind of. T- oh, okay. Uh, Let me ask you, I, uh, because when we were preparing for this today, we did our research. I, it was fascinating to me how many big companies like hotels and, and different businesses actually Mm -hmm. have uh, companies that they go to, Mm -hmm. to create a certain scent that will be part of their brand. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you guys do as well? Like, can a business come to you and say, you know, we have a chain of restaurants or we have um, whatever um, music studios and we want a certain smell to be consistent. Is that something mm-hmm. you do? Yep. Yep. That is that. I wouldn't say that's a huge part of our business. We've, we've done that for a couple of people. Um, and, and yeah, just the the emotional ties, the memory ties to scent. Um, they're they're extremely powerful. They're extremely potent. And yeah, especially you know a place like a hotel where you know people are kind of out of their comfort zone. You know that they're in this unfamiliar place. If you can provide them the right cues, which could be visual or auditory, but also olfactory you know, to sort of make them feel calm or, or if they've stayed at, you know, at whatever branch of your hotel in some other city, they enjoyed that. Now they come here, they smell the same smell. They kind of, it shortcuts that feeling of being at home or being being comfortable. So, so we've done this for, um, we've done this for some restaurants and a lot of times what we'll do is, um, so there's a restaurant in in uh, downtown Detroit called Albina, and we worked with them to build a diffuser system into their HVAC. So then, as you enter the space, you kind of, and, and given that there's food and other smells happening, it it's important to keep it at a fairly subtle level. You don't want to, mm-hmm. right? You know, 
you're not trying to overwhelm people. You just want it to be right at the edge of maybe I'm aware of it. Maybe I'm not, or it's kind of like drifting right. in and out of my awareness. And then, um, as part of this dining experience, they give you the menu to take home. And it's kind of this little rolled up scroll and they put a little bit of the scent on the menu. So that oh, wow. now That's a couple of days later, brilliant. You're like, yeah. Hey, what, you know, what, what was that? Yeah. Menu? What was that? All right. about? And, the, and the fascinating thing is this whole process may happen subconsciously. You may not be right. aware of the scent when you walk in. Mm-hmm, you may right. not be aware of the scent when you open the scroll. You, yeah. Right. But those processes are happening, whether you're aware of them or not. So how That's long does it take you to do something like that, to, to come up with that? Yeah, usually anywhere, you know, so typically I'll, I'll schedule meetings for about two hours, which is, mm-hmm. which is about the extent, you know, you can smell things and still, you know, your, your nose does wear out after a time and probably. <laughs> I hmm. never do that <laughs> after two hours. Okay. You know, and, and, wow. and two hours is maybe even pushing it a little bit, but um, sometimes we get it done within one meeting. Sometimes it takes a couple meetings. It, it depends at least to some degree on how clear of an idea the person has mm-hmm. going in mm-hmm. and also how much language they have. So, for example, I've worked with some bartenders um, who who have had very, you know, they may not know all of these ingredients, but they're used to sort of talking about drinks and saying, OK, I, I get this note or this reminds me of this or chefs. They have this language already built up. They're very comfortable talking about scent. I have other people that maybe they received a, a gift of, you know, a custom scent session and they've not spent a lot of time thinking about it or, you know, sort of considering this. And, and I, okay, what do you think of this? Uh, it's good. What do you think of this? Uh, it's pretty good. You know, you got to give me something to work with here. So <laughs> it, yeah, it, it can happen quite quickly, but sometimes it, it's a little bit more of me drawing it out of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. there's people like me who are sent challenged. Like there's I very mean, I few. I was just going to say that. Uh, me too. <laughs> That's like, can you, what's, does this smell good to you? I don't know. And yeah. I've always been that way. I have a limited. So how do you, for people like me and me and Nora, who we have a limited <laughs> sense of, scent or smell how do you address that how do you bring that to the front so that we so that we are experiencing that part of the of the environment yeah so one one of the interesting things that i like to take advantage of is that suggestion is a very powerful tool with scent and and you know i know about this effect and the funny thing is is that even if you know about the effect going in, you can't necessarily control it. So if, if, if I'm giving you some fragrance of smell and I say, okay, do you pick up on the, on the pine note? You're going to start smelling pine notes. Mm. If I sm- say, okay, now what do you think about the citrusy character there? You're going to start to pick up on that citrusy character. Mm-hmm. And like I say, even, even me knowing the effect and and knowing what ingredient I have, if, if someone says, oh, I smell uh, whatever, kind of a medicinal note in this one, I'm like, oh, crap, now I do too. Why did you have to say that? <laughs> this so, for a suggestion. 
and, and, and this works on the on the bar side too, where when I'm serving a drink to someone, I'll say, okay, you know, so this is the kind of whiskey we used in here, and it's got this kind of interesting marshmallow character that's, you know, there's no not a lot of sugar in here, but it's got this sweet aroma. So kind of study that interplay as you're sipping this, people drink it. Oh, yeah, I get it. So so you can put, you know, I I wouldn't say you can put ideas in people's heads that aren't there, but you can highlight aspects and sort of draw out impressions that they may not have gotten if you just set the drink or wafted the scent at them without sort of providing those suggestions. Well, tell tell us about Sfumato. Like, tell us about the the business. Where is it located? Um, and what happens when you, the whole process for for the customer experience? And where did the name come from? Where right. did that name come from? Sure, sure. So the name uh, Sfumato is an Italian word mm-hmm. that means to turn to smoke or to turn to vapor. So oh. when you spray a perfume, it turns into vapor and you smell it. Um, it's actually the same root word as perfume or uh, in Spanish, fumar means to smoke. So those are all based on the same, same root word. Okay. And our store is in Midtown at the corner of second and Alexandrine. So it's right near Selton standard, honest John's it's a couple blocks South from Shinola and that whole block there. Oh, okay. Traffic jam. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of an interesting setup. It's the lower level of an old Victorian mansion. Oh, oh so wow. so the guy um, uh, Mark Beard bought this totally dilapidated, falling apart um, Victorian mansion about a decade ago and started fixing it up. He actually lives upstairs. Um, so yeah, my landlord is my upstairs neighbor, which is an interesting. <laughs> Uh, situation (laughs) luckily i mean he's he's been great to work with and you know he was like i'm gonna have a bar in my basement this is the best (laughs) so so we 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 actually pay part of our rent in the form of cocktails oh nice (laughs) there you go yeah so so it's it's a good setup um yeah so so we're in the lower level of this old victoria mansion and so, you know, you kind of come to the property and there's some interesting brickwork and some wrought iron stuff and you kind of wind your way down into the lower level. Cool. And then it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of brick and stone and uh, dark wood is kind of the vibe in there. And then we've got all of our different scents and essential oils and some of these weird scent ingredients. And then... Um, a large selection of books covering both uh, the cocktail world and the perfume world. Now, are, are the books for sale or are the books for people to read or what? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, most of them are for sale. I also have a large chunk of my personal library there. And, you know, I, I tell people like, okay, all, all of these are for sale. These are my personal library, but like, if anything looks interesting to you, definitely feel free to grab it. Like I love starting conversations from like, Oh, what do you think about this? What this person said yeah. about this idea? Cool. So, so they go in and is it a store? Like do you where, or is it more like um, where you have a station and you custom make it or is it both? And then where's the bar at? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a pretty traditional retail setup in its normal 
version, but then we built it so that there are tables that fold out of the walls and display cases that can close up and close down. So from, you know, every, everything's weird now with 2020, but kind of our, mm-hmm. yeah, our, normal, our normal mode of operation is during the day, all the tables are put away, the display cases are open, we're in retail mode. And then at night, uh, we would flip the tables out, pull the chairs and stools out of the back, and the whole space transforms into about an 18-seat cocktail bar. Oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. So, so, so it is literally the same space. Okay. It's two then, locations in one. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That and so, is... so that was part of the idea. If we're paying for rent for 24 hours, uh-huh. you might as well use as many of those 24 as we can. Now, is it the same customer during the day as it is at night? There, There is a lot of overlap, but it, it's not complete overlap. And and I would say a lot of times a customer will start as, as one or the other. You know, yeah. so, somebody that comes into the bar, we might see them once or twice a month. And then, you know, on their 10th visit, they're like, okay, well, now I have to buy one of these scents. I've been smelling these. <laughs> I always like this scent. I like coming here. I'm not really a scent person, but yeah, give me so so now did you yeah did did you always know that um you were gonna have customers uh be able to make their own sense did you always know you were going to do that part of the business or you just just the drinks and the retail i I was actually very hesitant about that part of the business um Mm. and and it's something and, and so, so it's not something that we offer as a walk-in service. We offer it oh. as uh, you, you, you set up the session ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And basically I bring oh. my whole setup here into the store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I've got this process, you know, I kind of say, okay, well, is it going to be a daytime or a nighttime? Are there ingredients that you know that you like, but ultimately it comes down to me picking out a bunch of these based on your responses and saying, okay, I think you're going to like this one, but I I don't actually know until I mm-hmm. give it to you to try. Right. And we so we build it up note by note in that way. And you know, I was hesitant about this because what you're really trying to do is take a picture in someone's head, right? And try to turn that into you know mm-hmm. six drops of this, eight drops of that, mm-hmm. four drops of this. Wow. And I was like, I don't know if I can really do this consistently. A lot of times when I'm making sense, you know, that we're going to sell, mm-hmm. I'll go through 50 iterations before I finally find the one wow. that, that I want to put our name on. You know, that's what I was thinking when, when, um, cause I was thinking that they could just come in, you know, at any time of the day, you know, and just say, Oh, I want a custom, you know, uh, a scent. But then I was thinking, okay, you can custom a scent, but it's not going to be that quick. Like you can't just come in and, you know, yeah. yeah so that yeah. would so, take so time. In the shortest mode, uh-huh. it's a couple hour process. And and I mean, part of that too is, as I've done this more, like I have gotten better and I've been able to kind of read people more and, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I've been doing this for 15 years now, what I wow. was doing a decade ago is not the same as what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. Um, Or let's say, hopefully I've gotten better in the last (laughs) 10 or 15 years. But, um, but yeah, it's, 
it, it's still an interesting challenge and 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 most of the time it works out um you know there there have been one or two where it's just been like we're not speaking the same language here yeah you know mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was gonna i was gonna say it's gotta be difficult for for a customer to communicate yeah what they want in a set that's got to be really hard so you you almost have to be able to sort of read their their mind on you know mm-hmm. what it is they're trying to say um have you do you do you ever get people that come in and want like a love potion <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there there are a lot of requests for pheromones, and, and, and yeah, certainly, you know, the the love side of things is uh-huh. is a big part of uh, perfumery. And um, yeah, I mean, I you know, I that's not a, a side that I push here by my scent, and then you know, this person will fall in love with you. No, <laughs> you, don't, you don't claim to be a matchmaker. <laughs> so the, the, now, way, the way I tend to say it more is like, okay, if you if you want to come off as sort of an interesting and unique person, maybe you should have an interesting and unique scent. Uh-huh. So, so I don't say okay, oh, this like directly. That. It's not yeah. going to directly have people flocking to you, but like this is part of the whole ensemble, the whole presentation. Right, you're mm-hmm. you're giving the world so. Yeah, it should, well, it should be a considered choice. You talked you talked about how if you're going somewhere, then you think about the scent that you might wear for that event or that that um, situation. Have you done studies to show, or have you informal studies? But have you done something like, okay, I'm going to go here and I'm not going to do anything, versus I'm going to go here and use this scent? Like, can, can you talk about are there have you are there noticeable differences? with or without? Yeah, there, what I would say is there are subtle differences. Um, you know, in, this is maybe going to sound a little bit weird, but it's like, if, when, when I used to work in the corporate world, it's like, okay, I'm going to have to go ask the safety manager to like sign off on something. And he doesn't want to do it. He's annoyed. He's annoyed to begin with. His life just seems annoying. <laughs> I, I got I to gotta ask a favor of this guy. You know, one thing that you can do, if you smell good, you're kind of like, it's like you're giving a little present to someone. It's like, okay, I'm in my cubicle. I'm doing this crap. And now I'm just like surprised with a pleasant smell. And you happen to show up at the same time. Uh, no, I, I would oh. never phrase it. I would never phrase it that way. I wouldn't say, yeah. hey, Danny, I'm here uh, for you to sign my form and I brought you the gift of this scent. Right. But, but if every time you show up, there's a pleasant scent involved that subconsciously sort of sets oh, I just never thought about it right. that way. That is, that right. is, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Are there so, are there so certain... I don't think of like, oh, I need to impress Danny. I'm going to wear this certain scent today. <laughs> yeah. But like, right. it, it, all this happens at a very subtle level. Yeah, but you right. could though, huh? Um, yeah. Are, 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 don't get any ideas. Yeah. I'll start pouring it over my head every time I have a meeting. <laughs> um, are there are there certain scents that uh, stimulate people to um, like, for example, restaurants? I'm I'm learning 
are playing certain types of music with certain tempos because it will get the the customer to go quicker, eat more, they'll order more, it's faster. Um, is, is there are there scents that do the same thing? That's a good question. Restaurants are tricky because there's so much going on, depending on whatever's on the grill, whatever's right. on the plate in front of you, whatever the person across the table from you ordered. Um, so, so for me, you know, in bigger chains, I feel like the questions that are being asked are different. How can we get more money out of this location? How can we turn right. customers over a little bit faster? How can we get them to spend another buck to order the larger soda or something? Right. Like, you know, th- those are the questions at the top of mind for McDonald's or, mm-hmm. you know, bigger, bigger chain places. Right. And the questions I'm more interested in asking are how can I create an ultimate experience for someone? Yeah. Um, how can I, you know, can, can I add another level of nuance? Can I pull out one more? memory that will sort of harmonize with this dish. So, so, so I do see studies like that. And even, even this idea of scent branding, um, you know, obviously I am a business, I need to make money. I, I have commercial thoughts in my mind, but, but I'd say a lot of my, or my more guiding ethos is I want to create the, the ultimate experience for people and then hopefully the money follows. Right, right. Instead so of chasing now, the money. Now, we, you know, we were talking about uh, COVID, you know, everybody's doing different things now because of it. So what have you had to do differently, you know, since we're in this situation? Yeah, yeah. So the bar, the bar was fully shut down for three months. Um, we were open again for the summer. We actually the the entire yard of that um of the building that we're located in is zoned as a bar so we were able to expand outside mm. and do summer seating we closed again at the beginning of october um which we could have been open for at least part of that but we just decided okay given given the circumstances in our small space and mm-hmm. honestly one of one of the side effects of covid is damage or alteration to your sense of smell and it's like Mm -hmm. you know that sucks no matter who you are but for me it's my profession and um so so we're being a little extra cautious on that Mm -hmm. front makes sense the the retail shop is still open and you know i'm masked or my staff is masked when when people are in there the other unfortunate thing that this has meant is that there's just more stuff going in the garbage, Mm. you know, like, like say, so we, we used to run scent classes and it it was a little bit more of a scaled down version of the custom scent session, but we'd have a dozen people in and you'd smell some different notes. And, you know, I kind of scripted the process a little bit more. Okay. You're going to pick a base note and a top note and a mid note, and you're going to put them together. And I, and I kind of, constrain the choices so that people would usually wind up with something reasonable. But the whole idea of the class was you're going to sit in close proximity to a dozen other people. Oh yeah. 
you're going to hold things up to your nose and then you're going to pass it to the next person. Mm. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know when I'm going to do another class. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, for me, it's meant more of an online push. It's meant more, yeah. you know, can, can I take the grand idea? And I was approaching it through a lot of sort of intimate interpersonal interactions. Can I approach that same idea from a digital direction? It's not going to be the same, yeah. obviously, but can mm-hmm. we still, can we still work towards that ideal with, with these new constraints? Well, are there are there other opportunities though, as far as now that you know everybody's working from home and um, and you've got uh, people are teaching their kids at home and everything else? Are there certain sense that can maybe create more um, harmony or calmness or clarity in a home? Like, is there certain? Yeah, are those new opportunities that you can you know? Um, teach online totally totally um actually yeah one, one of the big opportunities that's it's kind of fun so we our newest product is called scented cinema and it's mm-hmm. we, we designed this with with the idea of okay everyone's spending more time at home and everyone's been through their entire netflix queue what do i do and especially mm-hmm. if you got kids at home how do i keep them entertained right and so I made um, seven different scents that pair with different scenes in The Wizard of Oz. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. And then oh, cool. I, uh-huh. I set out all the all the timings. So now the idea is you you know you start the movie and you start the timer on your phone, and the the guide tells you okay at minute seventeen thirty five seconds. You know, you need to spray scent number one, which is a lemon drop scent. And then when Dorothy's singing about lemon drops and rainbows, you know, now we're going to have this paired kind of olfactory. Wow. And oh, that is such a good idea. Experience. That's so, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that being said, the Nooner Show, what would be our scent? Like, I'm not asking you to read the whole thing, but what ingredients <laughs> might you consider Oh, mm-hmm. question. Yeah, good okay. one, Gina. Okay. What might you consider to create the Nooner Show scent? Great. Yeah. So, so a lot of times, you know, you know, sometimes people have a very specific list. Okay, I want grapefruit and I want clove and I want vanilla in there. Right. But a lot of times it's this more metaphorical idea where you're like, okay, I want it to be a warm scent or I want it to be... I feel like you guys need something a little spicy. You seem like kind of a spicy. Ooh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> something with a little heat, but you've got like a you've got a nice sweet undertone. We maybe don't see the sweetness so much, but it's there. So that's like your base notes is going to be more of these. I'm sweet. Stop laughing. Farmer vanilla, <laughs> and then yeah, kind of a spicy middle note, and yeah, the top notes got a little pop. You know, I I feel like all when right. The show started and like. The first couple minutes of you guys just sort of interacting and you're all like, you're all jabbing each other and it's, you know, <laughs> so it's got to have a little bit of a sharpness up front, a little bit of spice in the middle and then Ooh. kind of just warm. He's through. good. You're Come good. On. You're good. That's good. That's yeah. Good. So, yeah. Kevin, if somebody does want um, a custom scent, you're because you're selling online right now too, right? 
Um, or sure. what if they have a special movie night or um, event? Um, what do they do? Email you or how do they have you create something? Like let's say they or, have or a ja- certain family movie night. Or Jackie, if they want to do a custom set, like you said, now because of COVID, will you still meet with them, but in a, at a distance or what? will you still do that? Yeah, yeah. So we're still doing some custom sessions. We're doing it just more, more hygiene mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and again, more disposable. So I'm not holding anything to my nose and passing it to your nose. We're sitting six feet apart and we're, um, you know, using more of these paper, paper blotters, you know, mm-hmm. I'll smell one, I'll drip it for you. So, so we are still doing stuff. I've, I've also done some more kind of remote sessions where someone will say, okay, here, here's what I'm thinking for the scent. And I'll blend up a half dozen of these and say, okay, you know, give me your feedback on these. And, and it's certainly a slower, more tedious process, but yeah, that's just, just the nature of the beast right now. But, but in terms of, you know, finding us, so our website is fully shopping enabled all of the, the scented cinema, all of our scents, actually our incense. We've been selling a ton of that lately, which I think mm-hmm. people are spending more time at home. Right. Yeah. You know, how, how do I change it up? I'm, I'm not going to move to yeah. a new place, but I need a, something to kind of give me a new feeling right. in here. Um, so, so all that's on our website. Uh, the, the store is still open um, noon to five, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you're welcome to come check us out. And, um, but yeah, you know, if, if there's some other question you have, I, I love getting questions from, uh, from customers, even if it's, okay. if it's product related, even if it's just scent related. So, you know, we, there, there are a lot of different ways to contact us, whether that's Facebook Okay. Instagram, the website, but they all funnel into my inbox. So okay, and we do they have the link. The same place. We do have the link up on our our Facebook page. Um, one more question for you before I know Gina's ready to give us our so fortune. Wait, for I'll give you the the Facebook page or the okay. there's a Facebook link, and then there is a website that website. is com. Yes. Yep. Okay. Perfect. How? If you had to consult somebody who had a, has a great hobby and they want to know how to monetize from their hobby, how do you know that a hobby can turn into a business opportunity? How do you know when it's a good idea? Good question, Jeff. Yeah, that that is a good question, and and for me that was that was many baby steps. So you know, putting, putting together some little packages and kind of working on the branding and and doing a holiday pop-up. So I think, you know, the, the entry fee for one of these pop-ups is maybe 50 to a hundred bucks and you go there. I mean, I don't know if any pop-ups are happening now, probably not, but you know, I would, I would say testing the idea. What I, what I wouldn't recommend is, okay, I think this is going to make it. Let me invest a hundred thousand dollars. And right get everything ready and then I'll unleash it on the world. You know, for me, it was, can I invest a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks and make something to kind of get it out in the world and just start to get feedback. Mm -hmm. And so for me, as much as I like to sit and think and consider, okay, this can go here, this can go here. 
it, it was really getting it out into the world that made it come to life and helped shape shape it as it was coming to life. Okay. What, what do people respond to? What do people like? Does anybody get excited about this or is it just me? <laughs> we're all excited. So hey. yeah. we're excited. Yeah, we're we're excited for the nooner show nooner show sent. I can't yeah. speak yes. today, but we are excited. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you what though. I, I love the whole concept of family movie night. Me and then too. having the yeah the, the smells coincide with the movie. It's almost like going to mm-hmm. Disney World and you're wearing the 3D glasses and you feel like you're in it. That is just yeah. brilliant. Such a really. good idea. That's yeah. a great idea. So yeah. um well you know sounds like you, you, you guys have it figured out. It's a, just an awesome business. I can't wait till mm-hmm. we can take a little road trip I down know. there <laughs> Yeah, and and get our spicy scent. Yes. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) There you go. Thank you so much, Kevin, for being on the show today for your time. Thank you, thank you. So glad we were able to get you. Very interesting. And you have a great great insight in the short amount of time that you've met the three of us for the scent that that you wanted to create for us. See, I told you, I'm I'm getting better as time goes on. Very good. Yeah. Are we ready, ladies? Here we go. Yeah, we're ready. Here we go. Be prepared to modify your plans. Mm-hmm. It'll be good for you. Ooh, <laughs> be prepared yeah, right. to modify your plans. It'll be good for you. All right. Yeah. It'll be better if you good. have the right scent with it. Mm-hmm. Good one, Jackie. And a cocktail, too. And, and a cocktail. cocktail. And yes, a cocktail. Yeah, look at Nora Cheers. over there. Yeah. All and right. remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. And uh, have a safe week next week. It's Thanksgiving. We will not yep. have our show next week, but we'll be back the following week celebrating some birthdays. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy yes, Thanksgiving. Thanks. And make sure you and make sure you eat your dressing and wash your hands. Oh, yes. Or stuffing. It doesn't really matter. Eat dressing or stuffing. It'll be fine. Well, and you know what? If you can't cook, just get some scent, turkey scent. Right. And, uh, right. There you go. Right? Still, yeah. Still in production. Uh, thanks, yeah. Kevin. All right. Thanks, Thank Kevin. You. Cool. All right. Take Have care. a great day. Bye, everyone. Have a good Bye. week. Bye. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving.